Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Happy Memorial Day, everyone. What a historic way to celebrate Memorial Day by sheltering at home. It's not a typical way most people would celebrate this three-day weekend, but please may we still find a way to remember all of our fallen heroes and their families. And if you're a guest, we just want a, a shout out to you and say thanks for joining us. Let me share a quick little story with you. A church had a bulletin board and it was all decorated red, white, and blue. And they had pictures of all these different soldiers on it. Well, little Johnny's staring at it, and he looked pretty puzzled. So the pastor walks over and says, Johnny, what do you think? He says, I don't understand what this is all about. The pastor says, well, let me explain. And he says, the pictures are of the men and women of the church who have died in the service. And the little boy says, was that the Sunday school service or the big church service? <laughs> you know, for some folks, it can be kind of confusing as to what is the meaning behind Memorial Day. The truth is Memorial Day is incredibly important to our citizenship as Americans. It's our duty to remember our fallen heroes. It's our duty to remember our founding fathers and what they stood for, why they came to America. It's our duty to remember that America was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And everyone who has ever fought or is fighting is fighting for those values as well. The name of the holiday is Memorial Day. It tells us we are to remember. To remember all of those who have sacrificed the ultimate price for us and our country. The ability to remember, it's a wonderful gift God has given us. In a flash, we can remember what it was like to be a kid and to throw those rocks across the pond. Or to remember what it was like to grab the garden hose and get a drink. Or eat one of those red popsicles. Some of our memories aren't always happy, though. Some of them can be pretty sad and cause us to have a tear or two. But memory can also be very practical. If we couldn't remember what a red traffic light meant, we would forget that we needed to stop. <laughs> that could be trouble. If you didn't remember, well, uh, somebody's special birthday or a wedding anniversary, yeah, that would be trouble too. The problem, though, is that sometimes our memory can fail us. Sometimes we forget. It's not because we forget on purpose. Sometimes it's just that there's so much to remember that we're overwhelmed. Maybe there's so many responsibilities on our plate that we just can't remember some of the very important things, even if we want to. I'm reminded of an elderly couple who are beginning to experience some memory loss. And 
they were still able to kind of manage themselves. So we pick up in the story where they're there in the living room watching TV, and the wife looks over at her husband and says, I'm going to go in the kitchen and make me a ice cream sundae. Would you like one? He says, honey, I would. Could you make sure you put some of that whipped cream and some of those nuts on top? Well, it's been about 20, 25 minutes, and she comes back in expecting to see, you know, a sundae, but instead she comes out with eggs and bacon and toast and juice and coffee, and the husband looks at her and says, oh dear, oh dear, don't you know I've always wanted my eggs over easy? (laughs) Folks, it's easy to forget, and sometimes our forgetting can result in some serious consequences and not just getting our food mixed up. It's important to be intentional about remembering, especially those things and people who deserve to be honored and to be recognized. That's what Memorial Day is about. Remembering our heroes who paid the high price for our freedom for our rights, for our country. This special day started near the end of the Civil War. And people would go to the military graves and put flowers. This picked up so much momentum that it happened not only in the North, but in the South. And it became known as Decoration Day. Memorial Day, after World War I, became a national holiday dedicated to remembering all who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms. Memorial Day, for some folks, has actually branched out to not only remember our fallen heroes, but sometimes uh, loved ones who have passed away as well. But it's always been about those who have paid the ultimate price in combat. Because we tend to forget We need some memories to jog our memory. And in the Bible, God's given us a whole bunch of those. One in particular is where we find where after God had destroyed the earth and he speaks to Noah. And here in Genesis 9 verse 11, the Lord says, Yes, I'm confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will I flood A flood destroy the earth. And then God said in verse 13, I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is the sign of my covenant. It's to be a memorial, to be that thing to cause us to remember. With you and with all the earth, he says. So every time you see a rainbow, it serves as a memorial to what God promised. There are other special times in the Bible designed for us to remember. I want to call attention to just three of them. Number one is the day of worship. It all started in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. And God worked six days in creation and on the seventh day he rested. The Bible tells us that God consecrated that day and called it the Sabbath. It was to be a day of rest. In the Ten Commandments, 
God told the Jews, commanded the Jews, that they were to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. They were to rest. Centuries passed and the Jews began to twist and they began to distort the Sabbath day. In fact, it became so bad that Jesus spoke directly to this in, in Mark chapter 2, verse 27. And this is what Jesus said. Then Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. It is important for us to rest on the Sabbath. When Jesus was crucified and he was buried and then raised from the dead, he was raised on the first day of the week. The day of Pentecost came, another first day of the week. The Holy Spirit came upon the apostles in the church, and, and the church grew. 3,000 people got saved on the first day of the week. Soon the early Christians were meeting regularly upon the first day of the week to worship God and to encourage one another. In the book of Revelation, here Apostle John, he spoke of this day of worship as the Lord's day. I pray that we will always recognize that whenever we come together, even if we do it through online services, that we have gathered to remember all that Jesus has done for us and to rededicate ourselves to him. Let's look at number two. A meal to remember. We call it communion. It was the night before Jesus would be crucified that he had this special meal with his disciples. And he passed out some bread and passed out the fruit of the vine to them. And it was there in that upper room that he celebrated the Passover with them. It was to be an evening for remembering. As God had long ago commanded them. But as they ate, Jesus gave them something new. Something greater to remember. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four 24 and 25. And Jesus says, and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, The cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. Have you ever wondered what Jesus was talking about when he said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood? Do you know why he said it? It was because Jesus was the fulfillment of the prophecy God had made centuries through the prophet Jeremiah. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. I will put my law in, the, in their mind and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people for I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. Jeremiah 31. No longer were some of the ingredients of the Passover meal simply to be reminding them about what happened in Egypt. It was now 
It, it was now filled with, with incredible meaning connected to the Lamb of God versus the Lamb at the Passover where the death angel would pass over. It was about, yeah, you were free from the Egyptian slavery. Now this has more meaning. We are going to be free from the power of sin and its slavery upon us. Paul wrote this, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So when you and I partake, In communion, we're proclaiming to the world, I believe in the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. It's something we are to remember. Here's number three, the feast of Passover. Of course, we've just been talking a little bit about that. This is where all of God's people, the Hebrews, had been in slavery for 400 years. Then God called Moses and said, I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell him, let my people go. Moses did as God commanded, but Pharaoh refused. And so God brought plague after plague after plague until finally the 10th plague. Pharaoh let God's people go. Well, you know, one of the things we have forgotten today is that God had commanded all of the Hebrew people, to find the very best lamb that there was. No spot, no blemish. And they were to take the blood from killing the lamb and put it over the doorpost in the lentil. Here's the point I want us to see. We were required, God's believers, God's faithful Hebrews, the Jews, were required to give God their best. Folks, God hasn't changed. We're to give God our best. Our best in our time, our talent, our treasure. To give Him our best. Our best heart, our best attitude. Everything about us to give Him our best. Well, the Hebrews obeyed. They put the blood on the doorpost and the lentil. The death angel came. And we know how the story ends. And they were all set free. And the next morning, it tells us, the Egyptian says, just go. In Exodus 12, 14, it says, this is a day to remember. Each year from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a special special festival to the Lord. This is a law for all time. Folks, There are things that happen in your life or in my life where it really was the hand of God. And may we stop and give God the glory and remember well. It's been over 3,500 years since the Passover, the original one. And you know what? People all over the world are still remembering and memorializing that event. To God be the glory. We have so much to remember, church. Whatever you do, don't forget how we got here. Don't forget the price that has been paid so that we can live in freedom and enjoy the blessings that God has given us through His Son.
Remember how important the day of worship is. Remember how much Jesus sacrificed for you and for me on the cross. Remember to give God your very best in obedience to his commands. And remember this weekend, all who have fallen for this great land, for our freedoms. God bless America. Will you pray with me? Father, I just pray for your people. Lord, help us to always remember how, how much you love us. And Father, how we can't do anything without the power of God flowing through us. I pray blessing upon your people. I pray for all those families who have uh, experienced a fallen soldier or a seaman or airman. God, I pray blessing be upon them. Father, encourage them. We honor them. Lord, I pray, would you help us to always remember the greatest warrior of all time, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. Oh, Father, your will, your way, we ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today? Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.